Welcome to Nurture Small Business, creating a thriving space with your host, Denise Kagan. Denise is the president of DCA Virtual Business Support and has been a business owner for almost 20 years. DCA Virtual Business Support provides small businesses with an expert pairing of virtual administrative and marketing assistance to match your needs. Learn more at dcavirtual.com. Baby Pressler is the founder and president of Spark Publications, a national award-winning independent publishing firm specializing in customized magazines and independently published nonfiction books to help grow businesses and platforms. Her firm's publications enhance credibility and distinction. She has been honored as a 2020 Folio Top Women in Media, was inducted into the 2019 North Carolina Women Business Owners Hall of Fame, was awarded the 2018 First Generation Family Business of the Year by the Charlotte Business Journal, and as Woman Business Owner of the Year by Nabo Charlotte. Welcome to the show, Fabi. Hey, Denise. It's great to be here. So you and I have actually known each other for, um, I want to say, about a dozen years, maybe. Oh, yeah. If you think about it, it's a little bit more than that, but who's counting? (laughs) Let's just say a lovely lifetime. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. And, um, you know, you've been ever present in the Charlotte business community, as I recall. And even though I'm not there any longer, you know, I know that you've got a lot of connections, but a lot of people don't know kind of your, your backstory. Would you mind sharing that with us? Sure. Um, let's, let's go way back. So (laughs) my, my parents actually immigrated from France to Canada where I was born, then to the Bahamas, back to France, back to the Bahamas, then Miami, and then to a self-sufficient farm in South Carolina. (laughs) So my father used his talents as a chef to open up a restaurant in Columbia, South Carolina. And he lacked some of those skills to be a business owner. So that family business failed so hard the summer before my senior year of high school that we lost our home and we moved to another family's home in a different state. From those experiences, I really learned so much about, I don't know, detachment in life. But then a few weeks after I graduated from high school, that's when I left home to launch my own life. And away from my family, at 17, I moved to Charlotte by myself without any money, no family support, no car. I knew no one. I worked three jobs and I put myself through through school at Central Piedmont Community College to become a graphic designer. And, you know, fast forward to, you know, I don't know, a life of a lot of swirls. And, you know, recently we celebrated 23 years of owning Spark Publications, which is an independent publishing firm. So that's where it started. Wow, that is exciting. I didn't <laughs> realize we shared some similarities. Uh-oh. Um, tracing ancestry way back um, on my father's side, France and Canada are in common. Ah. Not the Bahamas. That sounds super cool, by the way. That was a pit stop. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty awesome. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's pretty incredible. So, you know, you work with a lot of different business owners to publish their book. How does somebody know when they're ready to publish their book? A book. Yeah. Um, What makes someone ready to publish a book? First, there's initially some sort of desire, but I think everyone has the initial desire to publish a book because someone told them their story is so good, they should publish a book, right? But when it actually becomes time is when a business owner realizes that 
their life story, the knowledge that they have is bigger than what they can hold on to. But even more important, they realize and have a need to get that story out, to get that knowledge out. And that's either to grow their business through their knowledge or it's to build a new platform. Um, You know, most of the people you and I know, Denise, are successful business owners who been there, done that, you know, they're in their 3.0 and looking forward to their next, the next version of what they're going to do. It used to be called retirement, but, you know, entrepreneurs don't retire. <laughs> we just find something really cool and new to do. How true. And, and that's, that's actually the majority of our clients is a lot of their books are for their next thing, you know, so whether they're going to be speaking, consulting, coaching, um, it's, it's really, you know, that it's time to write your book when you've got a really good reason to have a book, because as business owners, we're all so busy and have so many different facets to our lives that honestly, we would probably rather take a vacation than write a book unless we know there's a really good reason to do it. I would agree. I mean, it's yeah. something that I've had very minor thoughts of. I don't <laughs> think I don't think I have anything super interesting to share with people. Oh, um, what do you do? No, see, okay. That's where we have to no, 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 no. See, you've had an amazing personal life. And there are probably five different facets of that that you could probably write about with the purpose of helping make somebody else's life easier, right? So that's, that's one perspective. And then think about your rich knowledge just in business. I mean, you have been in so many people's business, not like their personal business, but like in their businesses (laughs) and know how it runs and operates. That sounded awful, didn't it? (laughs) No, but it's actually true. It's interesting. (laughs) I'm sorry. That's that's a a side story. (laughs) I, I think you and I just both kind of realized the reality of what I just said in a whole different way. But anyway. But really think about it. So if you realize that you could really serve other business owners by sharing your knowledge in order to, one, help them and serve them, and two, also help them realize the knowledge that you have and the credibility of what you bring to a business and to help someone, even if they can't hire your services, they can learn from you within your book. And the other cool thing is, is that you know, maybe that's what you want to do in quote unquote retirement is actually consult instead of running these beautiful businesses that you've been running. Now you're just, you're going to consult, you're going to coach people. I mean, so, you know, if that were the trajectory that you wanted to go through, then you could see that all of a sudden writing that book becomes a business plan and not something that you feel you have to do because it's on your bucket list. It just becomes another wonderful business activity in order to help you grow your business, to help you grow an audience and to help really launch the lessons that you've learned to make somebody else's life easier. That's an incredible talent you have because you just made my desire to write a book go up a notch or two. But in all reality, is this how you work with business owners to pull that information out? Absolutely. Absolutely. So just like you already had like a tiny seed of maybe I should, maybe I could. What if nobody cares? You know, and but you have that seed that there might be a reason why this book, a book, something you have to say could be of value. And then we really just sit down in a strategy session and talk through that and figure out 
you know, would this be a value? And, and honestly, we turn down more books than we take on because people either aren't ready or I don't see that it's going to be of benefit. Um, you know, we don't take on vanity books, you know, oh, I just want to do it. I mean, you know, every now and then we do have one, but it seems like, you know, it's part of the, a business thing. But absolutely, it's there's a strategy into tapping into your passion in order to bring out a book that's really got great purpose. And that purpose is going to be aligned with your goals, what you really want to do for yourself personally and your business. And it it really needs to be both of those things pulled together. So what could a person who wants to write their book expect from a strategy session, both time investment, Mm -hmm. as well as, you know, what kinds of things do they need to be prepared to answer? How deep are you going to dig? Well, as soon as that, that's up to the client. Um, As soon as they uh, purchase a strategy session, it's $500. As soon as they purchase that, I send them a workbook. And that workbook has more information about different aspects of publishing their book. But it also has four key questions. And I don't have those questions in front of me, but we'll be talking about them. And some of them was exactly what we just went over. It's, you know, what what's the purpose? What do you see yourself wanting to do that? So they'll answer those four questions. And then those four questions help me see where they are in the process and what's missing because you, it's it's amazing. One of them, of course, is who's your audience. And when someone answers that in four paragraphs, I know that they're not clear because <laughs> their audience can be done in a simple sentence. So those four questions reveal what we need to discuss. And then from there, um, we really have two different kind of strategy sessions. One is like, is one where somebody comes in, say you came in, you and I have one tomorrow. You're like, I am like at the beginning, I don't know, I don't know, and I don't know. And I have ideas, but I don't know. So it's really starting from zero. So those are sometimes the most fun is just really starting from zero. And then, you know, it's 90 minutes of just kind of digging into what do you want to do when you grow up and how can this book help you do that kind of thing? And then the second type of strategy session is one where you've already written the manuscript and you don't know what to do next, or you don't know if it's... um, if it's accomplishing everything that you need to in the manuscript. And so then we'll do an editorial review and then come back and and give you the the information from that analysis. But still at that point, you know, we have clients that come in from, you know, point zero. And then we have clients that come in with a list of goals and a first draft of a manuscript. And it's a little bit different process for both of them, but it ends up being a beautifully published book that's effective in the end. So that is absolutely amazing. And I've seen some of your books. As a matter of fact, I have one ordered right now that hopefully will be here soon. <laughs> um, and, and some have been one. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you have any particular favorite projects that you've worked on? And you don't necessarily have to identify yeah. people if you don't want to. No, I'm not going to identify people. I'm going to identify the the kind of people. And the kind of people are, you know, there's really, there's really two that I just absolutely love. One of them is like the business owner that has so much information in their head. They think they need to write a book. They've been told they need to. They don't know, you know, how or why or any of that. And just really being able to dive into that. And then even more so dive into the part that 
their life story plays such a beautiful and important part of their business that sometimes they don't even realize it. And, you know, if you're seriously, if you're going to write a book on leadership, do we really need one more book on leadership out there? However, that's not the model that we work on because honestly, I could, I could probably get, you know, 50, 50 people in a room to write a book on leadership or apples. And there would be 50 different books by the time we got done. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So the kinds of clients that I really, really love to work with are those that have a, have a good reason and purpose to want to, you know, build their credibility, put their um, expertise out there and are willing to do the good deep work to do that. And of course, there's others that don't want to necessarily do the deep work, but they already have really good work. Um, you know, their their topic is good, um, whether we get it, help them ghostwrite it or whether we help them with um, the pre-manuscript services to guide them through to write it themselves and to watch these goals just happen after the book is published is like, I don't know. It's, it's reaffirming. It's, it's like, yeah, this is why I do this, you know? And I mean, we've had, we've had clients who business clients writing business books, who've like healed, healed a pattern of family stuff and healed relationships with their parents because of the work that we did or, you know, or strengthen their business because it's just, I don't know. It's like the spiritual side of, creating a new part of your business. So, you know, the clients that play that way are, I don't know, they, they get the best of me because they're willing to be vulnerable and try to put absolutely the best of whatever they can create out there and trust me to help them do that. That's interesting. Cause as you were talking about that, I felt that vulnerability and how you were talking and actually got a little clinch in my stomach. Yeah. <laughs> It is a process. And we actually, I actually have a process that calls that's called maturing through the manuscript. And it actually, I I did that because I had to do that. You know, it's like, sometimes you just have, oh gosh, as a business owner, you know, think about all the employees that have come in and out of your business. And it's just like, you know, some of those people leave um, like some residual anger. (laughs) Or pain, you know, and, and sometimes I positive things. Yeah. Oh, all, all the positive stuff is awesome. But the stuff that comes through when you start writing is the stuff you're really still pissed off about. <laughs> and that's okay. That comes in what we call the crappy first draft. Just get it out of there. But then we start to mature the manuscript. So we take, we help them take that pain and be able to deliver the lessons without the pain. And so as we mature through the manuscript, then we are able to better deliver those beautiful, valuable lessons that we've actually learned the hard way and be able to deliver them on stage. We are able to deliver them through that manuscript in a much more concise way and a much more mature way. (laughs) And, you know, I I had to learn that the hard way. And when I realized that I had to go through that process when writing um, my second book, I thought, you know what? These are the kind of people that we're going to work with is uh, those that want to be 
vulnerable and learn and really work through, um, through the process. So that was not your first book. My first book was on heaven's couch and it had to do, you know, when I shared the, the really brief thing that I, um, we had to move in with another family when, when, um, we moved from North Carolina or South Carolina to North Carolina, um, the woman that opened up her home to the four of us, um, actually ended up becoming like a life mentor for me. And she, she helped me transform my life as a really kind of, you know, lost, pissed off, unsure teen at 17. And, um, and then at another time after life had taken off really fast and I wasn't really sure how to handle being, you know, 22 with a, you know, I'm married, I have a child, I have a business, I'm 22 years old. What does a 22 year old know about life? Right. Um, So we met again and she truly became a really, really important, almost like a a spiritual and, you know, life mentor. And then she became sick and disabled. And I had a conversation with her and it was literally four weeks after I started my business. And from there, I would drive to Winston-Salem every Monday night and come back Tuesday morning. So that was taking out that, that, you know, that day and a half of a brand new business while being a mom and a family. But the lessons I learned from her were about family, were about how to have a, a true relationship, how to truly serve. I mean, I learned, I grew up, she helped me grow up. And anyway, so I wrote the book um, in honor of the lessons that I learned from her and through her. And it's called On Heaven's Couch, A Journey with My Masterful Mentor. I absolutely love that. And so this talking about mentorship, you are part of Novel. I think that might have been when we first met. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're big on mentorship. Yes. Can you talk a little bit about mentorship? You know, what any other mentors you've had or folks that you have mentored and the value that you found? I mean, clearly you illustrated some value there. <laughs> <laughs> um, having Having her as a mentor really really did kind of set the tone for the level of mentorship. I, I, um, I mentor privately several small business owners and, you know, over the years I've had a great deal of informal mentors and most of them through NABO, which has been really great. And I mean, it's just something that you have to take the courage and step out and, and ask, you know, and ask for help. Um, But then again, in all honesty, the ones that I mentor now didn't ask for it. I tapped them on the shoulder and said, you know, I saw some of the things that they were doing that I felt if they need, if they had a little bit more information or guidance that I've learned along the way, and if it was of value to them, I'd be willing to share it. So, you know, that's, that's kind of the private mentorship kind of route for me and, then there are organizations and, you know, Stacy Cassio has her Pink Mentor Network. And, you know, there's just so many fabulous stories and, you know, just examples of great mentorship there. You know, um, mentorship is invaluable in business. You, mm-hmm. And 
the event that you you and I have participated in, that's one of the founding philosophies is that sometimes we feel like an island. We're so inwardly focused on what we need to get done in our business, in our lives, for our families, that we forget that we have a network. Yeah. Um, and so um, that's really important to, to utilize those, even informal mentors. And it could be over a glass of wine um, yeah. with your your business sorority sisters or mm-hmm. mambo sisters. Um, and for just for our listeners, just in case they're they're not familiar with NABO, NABO is National Association of Women Business Owners. Um, and I do know that you can get mentors through SCORE as well. We'll make sure that those items are in the show notes for anybody that wants to follow up on them. So um, what else would you like to share with us before we close off for the day? <laughs> oh, just, you know, I've, I've got some... Um, free opportunities that we're going to be putting up on the website to, to really learn a little bit more about publishing your book. Um, at the first of the year, I'll be starting again, um, a monthly ask Fabie session. So it's like, you know, helps you to really start asking those questions about, you know, independently custom publishing your book with spark publications and, you know, we're looking for 20 amazing books a year right now. I've I'm capped those off because that's um, that's the number I feel we could really, really do the best service with. And they're high level books. And each year I'll just let the secret out. I do at least one scholarship and, um, you know, Mel Miller got the scholarship for this year and. Um, And then we also sometimes do some smaller scholarships as well, just to help with some of the funding on some of the books. But again, I'm a small business, so we have to limit that unless we get more high level books in that fuel that little um, scholarship pot. (laughs) But that's an incredible way to give back to business owners. That's amazing. I didn't I didn't know that existed. So that's a great thing to learn. So, Fabi, how can people find you after our podcast? Go to sparkpublications.com backslash books. And you can go there to learn a little bit more. And also we're on, we're on Instagram through Spark Pubs, as well as on Facebook at Spark Publications. And, you know, I've, I've got, um, I've got an entrepreneurial page. It's Fabi Pressler on Facebook. Um, And I'd love to, oh, there's always LinkedIn. Of course, of course I'm on LinkedIn. Perfect. I appreciate yeah. that. I'll make sure that all that information is in the show notes so okay. that, you know, people have, don't have to keep rerunning back on the podcast. <laughs> they can look at the notes as well. You have been an amazing guest and I learned so much about you. Thank you for your time, Phoebe. It's my pleasure. Thank you so much for doing these podcasts. Thank you for joining us for today's Nurture Small Business, Creating a Thriving Space podcast. Learn more about your host at dcavirtual.com or by emailing her directly at denise at dcavirtual.com.